It's El Romano back with some more one man, one mic, no filter. And there is a lot to talk about today between uh, regarding the NFL and their offseason for the past week or two. So, so much is happening between players or, and organizations, you know, releases, trades, retirements, unretirements. You know which one I'm talking about. Uh, you know, free agents signing with brand new teams, new contracts, all that stuff. So we're just going to get right into it. So uh, first, well, actually, no, no, hold on. There actually is something... Uh, a little uh, disclaimer. So I am not. I'm only gonna be talking about like three, like, like the three or four uh, biggest um uh, pieces of information that um that I have um heard of, like like the most shocking news to like any like random player being like traded to like whichever team. Uh, I'm not gonna be covering that because everyone knows like, uh, each player has a uh, very few players have like mu a much bigger legacy than a lot of other players. So I'm not gonna be going just to say like oh I'm a Trent uh. Trent Williams, you know, he was like he was traded to uh, the New Orleans Saints. I mean, like, really? Like, I mean, I do like Trent Williams, you know, a good member of the uh, of the offensive lineman for uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. But at the same time, just like, like, like not like not that's not earth shattering news. So I'm not really going to be covering stuff like that if it were to happen. So anyway, so first off, we got to be talking about the biggest trade in the NFL so far uh, in this year's offseason. And that is Russell Wilson, t after 10 years with the Seahawks, being traded along with a fourth-round draft pick to the Denver Broncos in exchange for quarterback Drew Locke, defensive end Shelby Harris, tight end Noah Fant, two first-round draft picks, two second-round draft picks, and one fifth-round draft pick. Now, that, now, this is very huge and very ironic all at once, and I'll, I'll explain why. On one hand, it's huge for the Broncos because now they have a a quarterback that can that they can have give them a better shot of getting into the playoffs, a quarterback that they can rally behind and you know build around pretty much. Because Denver has not been able to get anything going since Peyton Manning retired after 2015 and won them, you know, Super Bowl 50. And, and even that almost wasn't enough for for them to get that championship because if you guys recall, Peyton Manning was not, was not able to throw a single touchdown pass throughout that entire game. But in the end, the defense did what they did, and they got the job done. But anyway, yeah, got the job done. Uh, but since we're on the topic of Super Bowls, uh, that brings me to the ironic part of this whole situation. So two years previously, Super Bowl 48, Russell Wilson was able to lead Seattle to their first and still to this day only Super Bowl championship against the Denver Broncos in what is possibly the worst Super Bowl of all time, and if not that, then definitely the most disappointing one, except for Seattle fans, of course. So that is an interesting scenario to imagine, because when was the last time that you sorry, that you lost in the Super Bowl, and not, not just lost, but got massacred by a, uh, in the Super Bowl by a team and their quarterback, and a couple of year, uh, some time goes by, a couple years goes by, and that same quarterback is now the star member of your team. He, you literally can't make that up. You can't make that up. It's like, uh, I mean, I, I know the saying, like, if you can't beat them, join them, but they did beat them, and he's still joining them, so that's kind of funny. I mean, it kind uh, it just it kind of reminds me a bit of like uh, Joe Montana going to the Chiefs after all this uh, after so many years with the Niners you know like like all, all, uh, over a dozen seasons with the 49ers and then um, in like the closing stage of his career finally goes to the AFC I mean of course some uh, unless some brutal injury happens 
Russell Wilson is obviously not in like the closing the closing stages of his career. I mean, I think he could go to like uh, 40 years old if he really wanted to because he doesn't seem to be slowing down at all. But at the same time, it just it, I, I don't know. It's just just a weird scenario. He never thought that this that this would have happened. Especially Seattle fans, they didn't expect uh, they expected him to be like uh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, have his whole career stay with them. Um, stay with one franchise but apparently apparently that's not the case and who knows maybe he will be like the next Peyton Manning and lead them to uh and lead them to uh, uh another Super Bowl title in the span of you know just a few years because they definitely have a better chance of getting to the getting to the Super Bowl say playoffs than the Super Bowl with Wilson more than they did with Drew Locke so we're just uh but that's the thing. Do you think that, uh, Drew, uh, not Drew Locke, that Russell Wilson is going to be able to bring them to the Super Bowl, let alone ha- help them win the Super Bowl? It's tough to say. But at the end of the day, we are just going to have to wait until this upcoming season in the fall. And speaking of Wilson, we all know that he was not the first option for the Broncos' potential next star QB. That honor falls on the shoulders of one Aaron Rodgers. Now, I never followed the Packers. So I didn't know until the divisional round against the Niners, you know, just a, about a few weeks ago, a month ago, that uh, that there were speculations surrounding his status in Green Bay. You know, is he going to be re- is he going to be let go? Is he going to resign with them? Uh, personally, I thought I don't know why I just thought that he would not let go resign. Uh, and there were speculations that he's going to be traded to an AFC team. So I'm like, eh. So they're like, okay, like what what team is it going to be? My fa- my father ended up telling me this, and he said there's most he's most likely going to be traded to uh to the Broncos because they really don't have anyone to build their franchise around, and he said that that uh, in an interview Aaron Rodgers stated should it come to that I don't want to be part of a team that uh ha- already has a set that, sorry that is that already has like a a built franchise I want to be in a franchise that needs someone to build around. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, he's going to be with the Steelers because Big Ben Roethlisberger has just retired. Rudolph certainly ain't ready for the starting position. And so that there, right there, leaves a huge void left for Rodgers uh, to uh, fill. And he's more capable of filling it more than uh, Mason Rudolph. And speaking of Rudolph, I, I can't be the only one to believe that he's not ready to be the starter because he... In the starting position, he has had, uh, f- he has a record of five, four, and one. Okay, and especially, um, especially when it comes to that one tie, that was last um season, right? It, it, it just this past season, and that was one of the sloppiest overtime periods I had ever seen. I mean, I know he wasn't the only one to blame, but he was he was pretty, uh, pretty awful in there. So I'm like, no, if this guy's going to be the, uh, the starter, then I I think. Pittsburgh's in very, very deep trouble. And also, uh, uh, the thing is, not only is he just like not really too good or has too good of a record um, when he's in the starting position for a game, but Rudolph is only known for two things whenever he is the starter, and that is getting blown up by the defense and getting hit in the head with his own helmet by Miles Garrett back in 2019. Long story short, I say the Steelers would be better off to have Mitch Trubisky, which they just signed about uh, it was yesterday or two days ago, very recently, basically. They'd be better off having Mitch Trubisky as the starter. Another trade that happened recently, which honestly doesn't shock me, unlike 
you know, Russell Wilson being traded to the Broncos, Carson Wentz from the Colts to the Commanders. Okay, let's be honest. Who didn't expect this guy to get traded? I mean, seriously. Along with reports that uh, stated Wentz had been difficult to work with, sorry, difficult to deal with, and apparently showed a lack of leadership in the locker room, he led the Colts to their most heartbreaking loss ever. I don't care what anyone else says. I, I'm not even an Indianapolis fan, and I, I guarantee you this is like their most heartbreaking defeat. So you all know what I'm talking about, okay? All they needed was to beat the 2-14 and 14 Jaguars to clinch a playoff seed. And Wentz choked big time, sacked six times, two turnovers. Uh, the Colts lost to the NFL's worst team, to 26-11. Uh, to 11. When even that worst team's own fans, their own fans, the Jaguars' own fans, had lost hope and dressed up as clowns because they had accepted the fact that their team had become a circus and that they were just there along for the ride at this point. The thing is, I look at this as a lose-lose situation for Carson Wentz, like regardless like of that uh of that heartbreaking defeat. Because Washington themselves have not been able to get anything going for decades at this point. And whenever they do make it to the playoffs, they almost sorry, not almost, they always never make it past the first round. I mean, take a look at 2020. Despite having a seven and nine record, they still somehow managed to make the playoffs. And of course, they were mauled by Brady and the Buccaneers. Uh, and with Indianapolis, I mean, uh, both offense and defense were not able to uh, to pull through when everything was on the line against, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. I mean, no one wants to be on a team that can't provide the right results when it comes down to the wire. Like, it's that simple. But in the end, we're just going to have to see what Wentz can do in D.C. And, and the the interesting thing is, is like not... Uh, not the team that traded him or not the team that he's getting traded to, but the fact that he is with the commanders now, it means that he's actually going to be able to play against his former team, the Eagles of five years, uh, twice a year at this point. It should he stay for more than, you know, just one season. So that's going to be very interesting to see. And so I wonder if the Eagles will cheer him or boo him when he leads uh, when he heads back to Lincoln Financial Field because you know it, it's uh, say there's been a mixed result of you know cheers and boos when a hometown hero comes home like for example uh, like Peyton Manning when he went to back to Indianapolis in 2013 they he was cheered Brett Favre on the other hand when he uh, back in 2009 uh, when he went back to Green Bay Lambeau Field he was booed. The, uh, he was booed out of the stadium. So, uh, I mean, for the most part, there was like 5 or 10% of uh, former pa uh, Packers fans that uh, that cheered him. But you know what I mean, mostly boos. So you never really know with, with that type of scenario. Regardless, we're going to have to find out this fall if he's a... Uh, uh, if he's going to be up to the challenge, sorry, if he's, if, sorry, if he's going to be on task, and this can be potentially um, um, uh, a bit of like a revolutionary season, a, a renaissance season for him after his disappointing show in Indianapolis. Okay, another quote-unquote big announcement is the not-at-all shocking retirement uh, of LA Rams offensive tackle Andrew Whitworth. So, you know, honestly, if I was him, I'd retire too because, you know, you can say that you've been able to end your career on the highest of highs, you know, 40 years old. I mean, I'd say that's the perfect age to retire, essentially. I mean, people say like 35, but like if, if you got some, let me see, 
I mean, unless you're injured or whatever, if you still got a, a whole a whole lot left in the tank, then like 40 years old is probably like the best time to hang it up. I mean, unless you're Tom Brady, because apparently that guy's like an ageless wonder. He can do anything at any age, pretty much. Uh, but like the, the, the thing is, when I first uh, I watched like little bits of the Arizona Cardinals LA Rams wild card match uh, during the uh, you know during the postseason, and they were talking about Andrew Whitworth, and I heard that he was forty years old. I was like forty years old. I said forget Jimmy G trying to <laughs> trying to fight and play to stay with the uh, stay with the Niners. This guy's fighting to keep his career alive. Uh, I would say that every time that I saw him pop up on screen and they mentioned his age because I, I mean. I mean, he, he just looks like it. I mean, like, bald, gray in his, like, uh, like his beard is, like, 65%, like, pure white or, like, pure whitish gray. And, uh, you know, but, I mean, so I was like, there's no way he's not retiring. There's no way he's going to continue playing after the season, regardless if he wins or loses. And I was right, obviously. And, uh, but at the same time, uh, even though I'm a Niners fan, I realize how difficult it is just for many you know, professional for many professional athletes to win just one championship. So, congrats to Whitworth, and uh, let's see if Aaron Donald retires too, because there were a whole bunch of uh, rumors speculating that he will retire should he win. So, hopefully, that does happen because uh, a whole lot less. Sorry, um, the fewer threats for the Niners, the better. So, and with that out of the way, it's time to talk about the thing. The one thing that many people saw coming but still shocked them to their core when it was made official. The one thing that made many fans of many NFL teams believe that all hope of winning the Super Bowl this year is gone. And that is Tom Brady. Just 40 days after announcing his retirement from the NFL after 22 seasons, and posted on Twitter, quote, These past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and... It's not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates, and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business. Let's effing go. Unbelievable. Now, I'm going to be honest. I honestly didn't think that he would announce his retirement in the first place after his loss to the Rams in the divisional round. I kept letting everyone know. I, I you know, I Like, you know dad, or you know mom, you know my brother, sister, whoever, I think he's going to be coming back for one last season, and then he'll be done, and I'll be satisfied. Then I heard that he decided to retire after his contract after his contract expired and many rumors were circulating, and I, along with everyone else, whether you love him or you hate him, was stunned, because this man has been the face of not just the NFL, but of football for close to 25 years now. Football, you know, I, I thought my, to myself, you know, football's not going to be the same without him. But eventually, all good things must come to an end, and you know he had leave the game of football to the future, to the to the next generation. Then, just three days ago, the goat, the greatest of all time, said that he's not done yet and he's coming for that eighth ring. You know, if anything, if I am to cheer on Brady, it's it's literally just only going to be so he can say that he has a ring for every single one of his fingers. And whether that is indeed going to be a one season comeback for Brady, or if there's going to be more to come after this. Uh, one thing for sure is, it's going to be the latest chapter in a long, historic career. So that was this week's, or, you know, this past two weeks, um, reports of the big news surrounding the NFL offseason, especially Tom Brady. I mean, seriously, one of the shortest retirements of all time, no question. 
uh, can't wait for this fall as the new uh, as the new season starts. But first, we're going to have to get through spring, you know, like late spring, early summer football with the new incarnation of the USFL. If you want to learn more about, sorry, or I should say, if you want to hear more about my personal opinions on that league, be sure to click on my previous episode that delves into my personal opinions for that league. Uh, until then, this has been One Man, One Mic, No Filter. I'm Al Romano. See you next time.